The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.com. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Welcome into this Wednesday edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Hey, Mo. You want to ask Coach Mike, 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 what day what it is? What day it is? <laughs> is, it, is, is it Wednesday? Hump, 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 hump day. day. There we go. Coach Mike, 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 Mike. Yeah, we knew he knew he wasn't getting out of that on the first Wednesday. Might as well just go ahead and get, get it, it out of the way. Get it out of the way. Get it done. Oh, it is hump day here. In Columbia, Tennessee, we are live from the Front Porch Sports Studios on West 7th, as you can see over my shoulder on Facebook Live. If you are so inclined to watch the show, you can do that. Facebook is available. Uh, Just look up Southern Middle Tennessee Sports and the live video will show up. If you do not have Facebook, it is available on our website sm-tnsports.com. You can watch it right there on the website. We'd love for you guys to interact with us. Shoot us a comment. Let us know what's up. Uh, Got a big show for you today. Before we get into all of that, Mo, how are you? Good. Good. Um, It's tough getting up this morning, I guess, listening to it rain all night last night or subconsciously hearing it when I was asleep. I didn't sleep real well. But, um, it was tough getting up. We went to sleep. I, I went to sleep about 1230, but that was after an hour of trying to deal with getting Charlie fed, uh, trying to put her to sleep, just had her on my chest. She wasn't having that. I tried to, you know, just cuddle with her. Nothing. I mean, she was not having sleep last night at all. Maybe she just wasn't ready to go to sleep. I mean, well, she might be a little nocturnal. So what happened was when I got home yesterday, I decided to, you know, so I got home about uh, 6.30-ish. Mm-hmm. Got home at 6.30 and it was perfectly fine. Nothing, no, no problems there. Um, but, uh, we sat down and we were going to do steaks because JP can't hear us right now, but his, the last thing he said on his show yesterday before they, on TSL, uh, was go grill a steak, William. So I thought, I believe it will. <laughs> so it did. Uh, and essentially, uh, I was I wasn't going to be able to do that without having Charlie asleep. So she was fighting it and fighting it and fighting it. I put her on my chest and just kind of started rocking her, and then boom! I mean, she was out. To which my poor wife was very angry. Mm. 
why, <laughs> why do you get her to sleep so easy? She's just sleepy. And I just happened to be doing exactly what she wanted to do to go to sleep. I mean, it wasn't anything I did. Sarah, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. The child is asleep. <laughs> don't matter how she got there. Trust uh, me on this one. Yeah. So anyway, we got we got that done. I, I grilled the steaks and uh, had a good, you know, it was a good night. And then she slept until 1130 from <laughs> About mm, seven. Mm, mm. So those four and a half hours may have uh, came done, back you, to haunt, done you in, came back to haunt us mm-hmm. on that that next sleep. But when she did go back to sleep, apparently, apparently I fell asleep because I, I fell asleep by cuddling her. I had her in my arm and I was like dozing off. And apparently, uh, Sarah got her up and kept her up and finally got her sleep at one thirty. But she slept till six. From there, so I'll give you a friendly warning. When my daughter was that age, I I had a beard at that full beard at that time it was a little it's longer. Always the beard, and she reached up in her sleep above her head and grabbed the beard and twisted. Yeah, that's and I why about I, jumped out of the chair. <laughs> keep, the, it, keep it short. Keep it short because <laughs> it that wake up call is a very tough one. <laughs> gotcha. That that's good advice, coach. Uh, that that that's good advice. <laughs> I never had that problem. Ooh, yeah, well, Mo keeps the, the, the goatee side. I, I can't. Uh, this is about as much facial hair as I can grow. So, Solid, solid. It is what it is. <laughs> like I said, we do have a good show for you today. We've got uh, coming up in, in hour two. It's, of course, Wild and Wacky Wednesday. And we may have some local flair. If you listen to the last show, the show that came on before us, Three Dudes with a View, uh, comes on each and every day uh, just before us from 8 to 9 a.m. here on WKOM. This morning they had a heck of a discussion. Um, it's not really super funny yet, <laughs> but it's pretty wild. Uh, yeah, so, so we'll, Le- less wacky, more wild. Less wacky, more wild. Um, but we will have plenty of the weirdest and wildest news from across the world uh, for you later on in the show. Also, in the second hour, we have Chris Lee from VandySports.com. He will kind of give us a little more information on what we can expect in the Major League Baseball draft as it pertains to the likely consensus top two picks. And if they're not... They should be. It, the Pirates and the and the Rangers have the top two picks. And if Rocker and Leiter aren't those two picks, somebody should be fired. <laughs> that's that's my opinion, and I'll stick with that right up until the draft. But um Chris will have some insight into that. He'll um we can also talk to him about the, the new million Yeah, dollar. the Vandy United um I don't know if it's a fundraising initiative or if the three hundred million has been raised and and now it's just a matter of what to do with it. But we'll um we'll get more into that with him as well. Yeah, uh, and in the first segment of our number two, we will talk a little NCAA hoops, both the Final Four and some semi-local. I mean, it's it's Tennessee, yeah, based yeah. information. Mm-hmm. Um, had a a coach resigned 
quotes, air quotes, resigned. <laughs> yeah. And we'll get into it and uh, in, in the second hour. Later this hour, in the next segment, we have Angelina Martinez, Spring Hill softball coach, coming off a big win last night mm-hmm. over the Page Patriots. And we'll talk about some of the games that we got a chance to go to. I was at uh, I was at Columbia yesterday. You were at Columbia Central. Uh, no, I'm you sorry, were Columbia at Columbia Academy. Central. <laughs> I was at Columbia Central. You I, were at Columbia Academy. Yeah, I had plans to go to Mount Pleasant as well, but... A number of factors compi- con- cons- compiled, conspired, conspired. There you go to prevent that. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I did go to CA yesterday. So we'll talk about plenty of high school sports. Good morning, Mike Sanders. Good. <laughs> Speaking of Mike, Mike, yeah. Mike, 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 <laughs> Mike. What's up? Yeah, you met Mike yesterday. I did, mate. I did meet Mike yesterday. Good dude. I'm glad to. It's always good to um, meet the folks that are checking us out and supporting us here, you know, on the radio show, on the Facebook Live, on the website, oh, and where, wherever you can support us. We'll, we'll take it and appreciate it. And as we found out yesterday, not everybody knows about us yet. Just because you do doesn't mean everybody does. So if you're out there listening, please tell a friend. Tell a friend. Heck, tell an enemy. We don't, uh, we don't care. care. We don't care. <laughs> tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Yeah. Tell everyone. Share our Facebook live to your to your your, your Facebook page. I Preach mean, the gospel. That's that's really like that's as as simple as you can get is just share the Facebook live to your friends on your Facebook page. And that will certainly increase our viewership, which has doubled over the last uh, week or so. So that's good. You know, we keep doubling every week. We'll be in good shape before it's over. Well, we get you thrown out of another couple of games, and there's no telling where it'll go. <laughs> that's like uh, my, my buddy told me yesterday, which, and, and I wanted to give you this compliment on the air, Mo. Uh, a friend of mine that I've played baseball with since I was knee high or grasshopper lives in Donaldson now. So he has a little Tennessee high school okay. knowledge. He, he really, you know, kind of pays attention to, to high schools here in Tennessee. He said, um, that he really enjoyed our show and that you and I have great chemistry on the air and he was going to start listening more. Uh, so like that. I think that's good. That's appreciate good. that. Come on back. Yeah. Big, big Braves fan. So I know he'll be listening on, uh, on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so y'all this week may be the best week we've ever had as a, in terms of guests as a whole. Yeah. The best week we've ever had as far as guests go. So if you are not listening to the podcast, a special guest podcast, uh, or the hour two podcast, especially make sure to listen. Uh, those are insane. Should we just go ahead and tell them since we we've should. actually got them so, lined up for the rest of the week, which is really rare. Yeah, no doubt. Um, today we have Chris Lee of AndySports.com, which he's been on the show a couple of times, and we appreciate that. Uh, yesterday we had Mike Keith, the voice of the Titans. And 2021 Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame inductee. Don't forget that. Uh, you can't forget it. Yeah. Um, tomorrow we have um, Teresa Phillips. Yes, former Sorry. Tennessee State Athletics Director Teresa Phillips and former member of the NCAA Division One Women's Basketball Tournament Selection Committee. So, 
talk to her about the the firestorm that's going on with the gender inequalities there and and we'd also talk to her probably a little bit about Master P's son committing to TSU. But um in the first hour we will have Murray County Public Schools Athletics Director Chris Pointer visiting with us. There was a story um that came out over the weekend on a um another media platform regarding a high school in Northern Murray County. And I'm just curious how that's going to affect sports. So, so that's Thursday. That's all we care about. Build a high school, you know, a a place for your kids to eat lunch. We don't care. We just need to know the impact on sports. That's it. That's (laughs) it. We'll we'll let other, we'll let other people worry about that other stuff. Absolutely. That's Um, that's not in our wheelhouse. So on Friday, we've got um, Brentwood high softball coach, Erica Powell, uh, the Brentwood Bruin Invitational is this weekend, and she's going to tell us more about that. And in the second hour Friday, speaking of Braves, we've got um, Mark Bowman, who covers the Atlanta Braves for MLB.com. So um, it'll be after Huge. the first game. I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. So It will be after Max Free gets a start. There we go. On opening day. So. Should be fun. Again, going to be a great week. Please uh, tune in and share with your friends. We'd appreciate it. All right, let's uh, let's get to a quick break right after we give you the Wednesday rundown. Here's the rundown in baseball action on Tuesday. That doubleheader that we told you about yesterday, two games, two places. Tullahoma didn't care. Defeating Franklin County 10-1 at their place and 7-6 in Winchester. Also in District 8 AAA action, it was Lawrence County 12, Columbia Central 2. Uh, Fayetteville defeated Moore County 2-0. Another District 8 AAA game, Lincoln County 6, Shelbyville nothing. Uh, the game you were you were gonna go to, but those conspiring issues. There we go. Uh, Kalioka fifteen, Mount Pleasant twelve, and a absolute barn burner. <laughs> that was a big one. And Fairview got a fifteen five win over Waverly. Franklin a four nothing winner over Dixon County. And Independence uh, bested Centennial twelve to two. Spring Hill fell at Ravenwood nine to six, and Summit fell in eight innings to Brentwood nine to eight. Loretta continues to roll in District 12A with a 12-1 win over Collinwood. It was Community 7, Murfreesboro Central 5, Giles County Falls to Forest 11-4, Nolansville Downs, Marshall County 10-2, another 12A game, Summertown 14, Perry County nothing, Columbia Academy with a big 13-2 win in five innings over Christ Presbyterian Academy, also in D2A. District 3 action, it was Grace Christian 11, Middle Tennessee Christian 1. In softball action, Columbia Central edged Shelbyville 3-2. Kalioka an 8-2 winner over Santa Fe. Dixon County got a big 9-1 win over Ravenwood. And Spring Hill, as we told you, a 4-2 winner over Page. Loretta beats Perry County 14-3. Zion Christian with another big win, 18-3 over CPA. That's 39 39 runs runs in two games for Zion Christian. Um, Save some, coach. uh, Russ (laughs) Adcox coaching that offense up. Um, Columbia Academy down at the Gulf Coast Classic. Those are both Alabama schools. And I'm very grudgeful that we're not there. Um, 5-1 win over Bell Green, 9-3 over Southside. There you go. In boys' soccer action. 
clean sheet for Spring Hill. They get a 3 0 win over Lawrence County. Mars Hill Bible School out of Alabama, a 6 0 winner over Loretto. Tullahoma fell to Page 5 1, and Independence was blanked by Brentwood 5 0. In junior college action yesterday, Columbia State's women go on the road and get a 66 62 win at Dyersburg State. The men, likewise, 77 69 over the Eagles. Uh, junior college softball out at Eddie Campbell Field. The Lady Chargers sweep Southwest Tennessee 4-1 in the opener, 5-2 in the nightcap. Today's schedule, uh, weather permitting, probably not, but I'm not sure what's doing in Lawrenceburg right now. Columbia Central scheduled to play at Lawrence County at 3.30 this afternoon. Columbia Academy down at Gulf at the Gulf Coast Classic in Gulf Shores. They'll probably play. Um, the softball game was scheduled for today. Baseball is also scheduled for today at Columbia State. Um, but uh, don't think that's going to take place. But uh, either way, if you are out and about today and the weather somehow permits, um, Southwest Tennessee will be at Columbia State at 1 o'clock. So there you have it. That is your Wednesday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. All right, when we come back, it's Angelina Martinez, Spring Hill softball coach on Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. Talking high school sports, here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, Coach Mike in the house on this Wednesday edition of the show. Thank you guys for hanging out with us on WKOM and on Facebook Live. If you miss any part of today's show, you can find it on the podcast at sm-tnsports.com. That's uh, hyphen, dash, whatever, SM. I don't think it matters, does it? I mean, I've not looked it up, so (laughs) I don't know. I'm kind of thinking if you get the letters in there, You'll find it with whatever punctuation you use, hyphen, slash, colon. Something. Yeah. Yeah. You just use punctuation because yeah. punctuation matters. Punctuation matters. Yep. <laughs> Let's eat, Grandma. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Uh, super pumped about uh, this next segment as we get ready to uh, get to Coach's Corner, brought to you by our friends at From the Heart Cafe down in Chapel Hill. Renee Hart and the gang down there with the most delicious food in all of Chapel Hill. 
Especially those desserts. You know what? We need to go. I know. That might be our field trip once the show gets over with today. I love field trips, especially when they include from the heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. So on the parks, motor sales. Got, huh? the, oh, the, 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 the pacer is gassed up, Cole. Let's, let's go. <laughs> Oh, joining us on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline on Coach's Corner this morning is first year Spring Hill head softball coach, Angelina Martinez. And coach, we were just talking off the air. That is a, that's something very unique as you are the head coach of a team that you played on not too long ago and coaching with the guy that coached you. Yeah, it's um, it's a lot of fun to say for sure. Um, he actually was the only consistent coach that I had all through high school. So we actually had three different head coaches in my four years that I played, and he was the assistant every time. Mm. So then, whenever I came back, because I also teach at Spring Hill, whenever I came back to coach, we had the agreement: all right, I'll be his assistant for a year, so I can learn the ropes to everything. And then the second year, I'll be head coach, and he'll be my assistant. And so last year got canceled. And so then this year, we're like, okay, are we going to stick to our plan? And we're, I was just like, yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. You know what? Why not? And, I mean, he has just been incredible. It's so cool because he was so consistent when I was younger, you know, right at the end of, like, of high school for me, especially, like, you know, my adolescence. And then now going into my professional career, he is, again, you know, just a consistent pillar of just like anybody I can just bounce my questions off of you know and he doesn't think I'm absolutely insane because he's known me forever well it's like it's like your Facebook profile uh motto says just winging it right just winging it every time (laughs) yes I'm glad you get it (laughs) oh that's awesome um what are the conversations like between you and him when there are you know, decisions to be made. I mean, I, I guess the, the hierarchy has pretty well been established, but I mean, is there any discomfort on either of y'all's parts as far as strategy or positioning or anything like that? Let's. Um, I don't know. I just think we both lead with so much respect. Like we don't really have much strife. Like he knows the game inside and out as a coach. And I'm learning that angle of the game. But I was also just like a very aggressive, like very heads up player, especially whenever I was playing in college. So, uh, like he saw me develop like a, a, a joke he would always say to me when I was younger is he would literally say, man, you'd be a great outfielder if you knew how to play the outfield. And I mean, it just got under my skin like no other. Like, what do you mean? I don't know how to play the outfield. It's the only position I've ever played. And so we have a very respectful, but very light relationship. So whenever it comes to not knowing what to do, he's a very, like, where I am just naturally an inquisitive person. So I can bounce questions off him, like, well, what do you think we should do? And he'll tell me, and he can give me this explanation as to why. I'm like, oh, okay. So, but what about this? He's like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think of it that way. So we kind of like bring together, you know, the old school and the new school type thing. And I, I think we make a great team. Being a player that played in that program and someone who is now the head coach of it, how do you turn the tide of that program uh, into, uh, you know, a competitive team in this very competitive district? 
I think the one thing that I've been doing, and this is truthfully, it's all instinctual in my opinion, because I haven't had a lot of, one, a lot of professional coaching, but I truly believe in just clear communication. Like these girls understand what their expectation is. And when they do not meet that expectation, it is met with a consequence. And so like me being consistent in accountability and also when they have questions, like listening to those questions and me like, oh, wow, okay, so this actually isn't an ability issue. This is a softball IQ issue. Mm-hmm. And just working through the game, not only with an athlete, but also just put them in the position of a spectator and said, okay, so if you were watching it, what do you think? We'll take you out of it. Right? And so whenever these girls, whenever these girls are confused or they don't know what to do or they're like, wow, I'm not used to, especially my upperclassmen, you know, they have, they have seen a huge turn in things in the way that things are run. Because, I mean, the first line on our player contract is early is on time, on time is late, and late is unacceptable. And uh, them understanding that, you know, they're standing on the field at 3 o'clock with their cleats on or they're simply they have to run before they can even, you know, continue working at their craft. And that's kind of what, as a first-year coach, that's what I've been honing in on is just, you know what, let me be consistent, let these girls learn the importance and the value of accountability. Coach, accountability is the most important thing. It really is. Yeah, so you played at Spring Hill. You um, continued your collegiate career at Columbia State. And from Mm -hmm. there, where? Um, So from there, I went to MTSU, but I did not play. Okay, okay. All right. Um. As Chris said, you know, kind of addressing the culture of the softball program there at Spring Hill, a little bit of an uphill battle. You guys have lost five games by two runs or less. And I know that, you know, the post, the preseason for everybody was pretty non-existent. There's a lot of learning on the fly, and especially with this being your first year. You know, how tough has that been just you know, playing folks close and just not being able to get over that hump here early on? Well, the first word that comes to my mind is frustrating. It's been it's been frustrating, but also I need these girls with empathy because they did not get to play last year. I have technically six starting freshmen in my lineup. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of times where they don't understand or, you know, they're not used to the intensity that high school ball can be against middle school ball, missing signs, you know, all of these things. Because not only did we miss a, uh, did we miss, you know, a good preseason, but also we uh, got iced out for a week. So we had a week less of practice before we took the field for the first time. And right now they're really learning the value, in my opinion, the, the value of that seventh inning stretch, like that seventh inning where all that grit needs to live. They're learning the, the hard way what it's like whenever you don't execute a game. Like last night we lost in the bottom of the seventh. It was zero zero the whole game. Our our pitcher, she had fifteen strikeouts on the night. Like it, we couldn't have asked for anything better. It was literally the battle of the pitchers. And we played small ball a little bit. There was a couple calls that were a little iffy of course, but we've got um, we've got to learn when it's time to turn it on, when it's time to get aggressive, when to take it personal. And because I tell these girls all the time, it might be called softball, but we don't play soft. And for us, these first five games, they just, uh, 
they, I hope, this is what I hope. We haven't actually been able to uh, practice yet. I haven't been able to pull the girls. But I hope that they're learning just the importance of every inning in the game. Like, yes, one, the first inning, you know, the fifth inning are very important. But those six, that sixth and seventh inning, the sixth and seventh inning is where the game is won. And so I'm hoping tonight we show out against Cage. They strap their boots on and keep them on the whole game. Do you want to ask her, Mo, or do you want me to ask her? No, I'll let you ask her. <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, I, I don't want to bring back old memories, but I do have a quick question. Uh, yeah. In the in that seventh inning of the Lawrence County game, uh, mm-hmm. runners on second and third with one out. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, was there a thought or uh, of intentionally walking the batter to load the bases and uh, put a force at home plate to force them to swing the bat? Um, yeah, actually, we put it on and they bunted a ball in the other uh, batter's box. They so they bunted on an intentional walk attempt. Yeah, they put wow. it. They put the ball in play. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you were committed to walk in there. I asked my pitcher. I asked my pitcher. I was like, "Where was that at? Like, what do you mean?" <laughs> and she was just like, "It was out there." So it wasn't out there far. Wasn't out there far enough, huh? It was one of those. Exactly. What was the guy from Bad News Bears? Kelly Leak. Kelly Leak. Where Kelly Leak and Bad News Bears, where he reaches out and hits the home run on the intentional walk. Yes, exactly. That's you know, um, my my coach at Columbia State. He used to call us the Bad News Bears all the time, and I thought to myself because you know, as a player, I was like, "Wow, okay," and then I was like, "Wow," as a coach, I want to say that right now. <laughs> you know, so I get it. It was like full circle. Talk a little bit about Cat Carter and how just dominant she has been in the circle for for your team. I mean, just this is a a kid who is striking out more than two out of three batters in an inning. Yeah, Cat working with Cat has been has been awesome. Like. As a young lady, she is very respectable. So we work very well together. And um, as a player, she has so much resilience. And she has so much control over her ball. And she has so much confidence. And, you know, as a 17-year-old, you don't find that too often. You know, you'll usually find a hole in their performance somewhere. I mean, she's just as consistent in the box as she is in the circle. And so being her coach, like, it's more of a mentorship because, like, she's got, you know, the time and the investment, whereas, like, now it's just honing it in. You know, let's let's be the best teammate we can be. Let's, you know, you know what you are capable of doing. You are going to dominate most batters. We can go in knowing that. You know, you're going to be able to hit most pitchers. And working with her, I think it's been incredible, especially for my first-year coaching because, even the pitchers that, are, that we have on our team after that, they understand, like, no, we can't all be Cat Carter, but guess what? We can find a Cat Carter inside of us. Like, we can find that. We can find that perseverance. You know, just that she is so – she refuses to quit well, I like every to hear, single time. Go ahead. I like to hear that because I'm a Jacksonville State guy, and uh, so <laughs> oh, I'm, exci- okay, yeah. I'm excited to see her uh, in Jacksonville next year. You know, Coach um, – it's not often in these parts 
that you see two Division One signees on a high school softball team, and that's right. and one. You, you know, you talked about Cat. You've also got Denaja Wade out there in center field, who is headed yeah. to Alabama A and M. Um, and and I I want you to gush about her for a little bit, but also, you know, you mentioned frustrating earlier in our conversation. Right. Having that type talent on your roster in your lineup on a day to day basis and still, you know, struggling the way you guys are right now, I would imagine uh-huh. that's got to be kind of frustrating as well. Yeah, for sure, and it is. And like you know, we have to give those athletes room. Like, yes, there is a lot of pressure on them because they are D one athletes, but those athletes also didn't get their junior year of high school, and so they. Uh, of high school ball. Did they both go play during the summer? Yeah, those girls were gone every weekend. And just to touch on D-Wade, so I've actually known D-Wade since she was born. Our older brothers actually played football together, and I have known D-Wade my whole life, or her whole life, actually. And I was also a center fielder. So there's so many times where I can look at Denasia and be like, Denasia, this is what we've got to do. You know what? You're going on to the next level next year. This is what. This is how I want you to run this outfield. This is how it should look. These are your responsibilities as a center fielder. You know, and just kind of getting her game, getting her game where she already is, and just taking it that one step further. Being that player that can't can not only you know lead an outfield, but she also leads our she leads our lineup. She's our leadoff hitter. And that girl can hit a ball over or she can bunt it and beat out any throw any day. I would put her up against any arm. And I have so much confidence in Denasia and just her personality also. Like, she's such a silent leader. She is somebody She is somebody who won't tell you what will be like, all right, you know what, you got it, kid, let's go. And then if you strike out in front of her, you know, she's waiting for you before she goes into that box or handing you your bat or, you know, just being that, being that leader that nobody hears but everybody sees. And so I've got like two ends of the spectrum, even though they're both D1, you know, signees and all these things, I'm dealing with two totally different types of athletes. And like I said, I just think it's really good for me for my first year of coaching. And I hope that me being their coach solely their senior year will help them be a better teammate, you know, understand the game a little bit better once they get to where they're going so they can, you know, help the next team that they're on be successful. We are here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Spring Hill first-year softball coach Angelina Martinez um, on Coach's Corner brought to you by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill. And, Coach, let me just warn you, Uh as a first-year coach, you're not going to have two D1 signees on your team every year. (laughs) You know, I I think I believe you, for sure. I think think that's a... That's pretty well known. Like, I feel like I walked into almost a perfect scenario. Yeah, that's, uh, that, that is certainly catching lightning in a bottle, especially in Spring Hill. I mean, obviously with the number of people moving into town, who knows, but (laughs) there is uh, that, there is that. It's a different world than even when you were in school, isn't it, coach? It is. It's a completely different world, for sure. You know, and I, and with those two, I hope they understand more now that it takes more than one or two people in the lineup. Yeah. You know, like that, that is, because that's what I tell the girls all the time. Like this sport isn't about me. Well, this sport is, we play a game of failure. 
Uh, no doubt. And that being said, I do want to, uh, I want to ask a question and also brag on her a little bit. Uh, Marissa Ellis, is yes. she okay? Yes. <laughs> okay, so good. she'll actually, mm. she's actually back tomorrow. Good, uh, good. Yep. Won't disclose what the doctor said. She just needed to be on bed rest for, um, for a week. She oh. actually was in the dugout last night with us for the first time. Uh, so, but she's just excited to come back. And that girl leads the team no matter where she is. She was last night after the game. She was the first one of the girls to speak up and say something of where we can improve, what we need to do, and all of these things. And, man, I can't I can't brag on her enough. Marissa, she is, she is a stallion for sure. And she's going to be the, the pitcher of the future for this team. So, you know, having her have that leadership ability – now already has yes. to be something that you're excited about. Yes. And I try to empower it. You know, I tell all of my girls, every single one, it doesn't matter where you play. You all have an avenue to lead on this team. You just need to find it. And that's your responsibility. Absolutely. Well, coach, thanks so much for taking some time with us today. We appreciate you and uh, good luck. Uh, the rest of the Thank season, you. we will be, uh, we'll certainly be keeping an eye out because that district is, Really, really, really tough. <laughs> it's a tough one, but I think we're I think we're gonna be able to pull it out. I tell them all the time, you know what? I don't wanna see I don't wanna, you know I don't wanna tell the future, but if this team is trying come tournament time, that's the perfect time to be doing it. And until then we're just learning every game. Hey, softball is a tournament sport. That's all it's that's what right. it's all about. So good luck and we appreciate you taking some time with us today. Hey, thank you for reaching out. Thank you so much. Uh no doubt. All right, there you have it. That is Spring Hill head, uh, soft, head softball coach Angelina Martinez. No, the on, baseball, that's taken. Yeah, that's taken. Yeah. Uh, on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline on Coach's Corner. So we um, we appreciate her time this morning. So, And we know where we're having lunch. Yes, we do. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joints. Stick around. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. Talking high school sports, here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back into the show. Just about 10 minutes to the top of the hour here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today's Wednesday edition of the show. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. That was a fun interview. Always nice to get to talk to a first-year coach. Yeah, yeah, I was I was pretty excited about that. She was she was good. I enjoyed yeah. that. Gonna yeah. gonna enjoy working with her. Uh, no doubt, no doubt. Um, so, Mo, in the first segment, we neglected to do something we, we we usually do on Wednesday in the first segment, and that is hand out some hardware. Well, let's hand out some hardware then. What do you say? Let's do that. How about, there it is, the 
Custom Stone Handlers. Team of the week from last week. End to win life team of the week presented by Custom Stone Handlers. This week we got to go with Columbia Academy baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, they lost to CPA on Monday, but that's not last week. That's right. this week. And uh, last week they defeated Grace Christian twice in district play, and that may have been all they did last week. But they were undefeated two, up yeah, to that point. Yeah, they were undefeated until that Monday loss to. CPA, so they were seven and zero. I think they were four and zero in district play. So off to a heck of a start, those Bulldogs. Yes. Um, next, our Covenant Technology Player of the Week for all of your business communication needs, internet, phone, etc. CovenantTechnology.net. Your folks, contact Bob. Um, I'd go with. One of the girls we just talked about, Cat Carter, Spring Hill. My goodness. Last week in four games, I'm sorry, three games, three games pitched, Cat Carter threw 16.2 innings. She gave up nine hits in those 16 innings, three earned runs, three walks, and 34 strikeouts. 34 strikeouts in 16 and two-thirds. That's two strikeouts an inning, as we just mentioned in the interview with Coach Martinez. Yeah. That's that's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. Uh, especially at the, the Class 3A level. And that includes a game against Brentwood. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Yep. Um, and finally, our Patio West Scholar Athlete of the Week. We're going to stay in softball. Peyton White, Senior Outfielder for Zion Christian Academy. The epitome a student athlete. Her 4.33 GPA, 31 ACT is enough for to be the valedictorian at Zion Christian Academy in 2021. <laughs> so, what are you going to do? She's she's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's almost as impressive as two strikeouts in any. <laughs> right? Maybe more. That's probably more impressive. Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me, let me read. Reevaluate my priorities. Yeah, that, uh, yeah that's, that's more impressive than two strikeouts in any. So uh, there you have it. Those are our team, player, and scholar athletes of the week. Make sure to share those graphics on social media when you see them come up. All right. Um, real quickly, we talked about that loss just a moment ago to Columbia Academy on Monday mm-hmm. to CPA. Uh, they lost seven to four on Monday, but um, clearly they had some pent up aggression, <laughs> <laughs> and they got it out. And uh, was it the second inning? They got it out quickly. Yeah. Well, I mean, they scored two in the first after CPA had scored in the top of the first, so they they took control of the thing pretty quick. Scored two runs in the first. They did send thirteen hitters to the plate in the second. Scored nine runs mm-hmm. there. Then two more in the third, and That's a good pretty well put it away. Um, forced CPA to go to their bullpen deeply and quickly. Starter was gone in the second inning. Um, they wound up throw, throwing three guys over that um, five inning, which four at bats for Columbia Academy. So you know, thirteen-two um, win for the Bulldogs following that seven-four loss, and. 
you know, as Richie Eastup said, after yesterday's game, that that could have easily gone the other way when you lose a game the way they lost on, you know, sometimes there tends to be a hangover. He was impressed with the way his guys flushed that one and came back and took care of business on Tuesday. So, you know, big win for them. I think that makes them 7-1 and one and 5-1 and one in district play. So, Solid win, especially to get back. Eight and one, excuse me, eight and one, five and one. Don't want to short them. Right. Um, Also yesterday over at Columbia Central, Lawrence County, speaking of jumping on somebody early, scored four runs in the first, second, and seventh innings. Uh, (laughs) Early and often, huh? (laughs) Well, the middle middle four innings – not a lot. Not not a lot. Um, poor Drew Sharp, and, and and I I mean Drew had a you know had a tough go of it. His, his defense didn't help him out a whole lot. Had a couple of of errors as well, but um, yeah, a big day for um, for the Wildcats. Sam Pate did come in. He pitched three shutout innings before giving up four runs in the seventh, uh, but only. Um, and just just not a great day for for Columbia Central. Um, Lincoln English led the Lions going two for three and scored both of Columbia's runs. Uh, full story on Columbia Academy and Columbia Central. A photo gallery on Columbia Central in Lawrence County on the website sm-tnsports.com. Uh, make sure to go check those out. So there's plenty of information there. Also, roundup action. Uh, Kalioka, an 8-2 winner over Santa Fe. Kylie Thomas for Kalioka went three for three at the plate. Uh, pair of runs scored and two RBIs. She also got the win in the circle, going uh, giving up just two unearned runs and on eight hits and striking out seven for the Lady Warriors. Uh, those 18 runs that Zion Christian scored, <laughs> 18 of their 39 over the past two days. Uh, Hallie Adcox, Kendall Duranovich, Emily Mesco, Claire Boyd, and Deanna Trousdale all had two RBIs in the game. Five other Lady Eagles drove in runs. Uh, Ashleya Coble was dominant in the circle. She went the distance, gave up three runs. None of them earned on just three hits and struck out nine of the 12 hitters she retired. also want to mention that shootout at Eddie Bassham Field as Kalioka defeated Mount Pleasant 15-12 after the Tigers had won out at Kalioka 11-4 on Monday. So um, big big two days for the visitors yep. in this series. Um, Lucas Wagner, three for five, three RBI for um, for Kalioka. Um, Peyton Adams, Carson Lovell, and Clayton St. Clair each driving on a pair of runs in that victory as well. Um, and... We'll not talk about – hang on a minute. Do, do, do. The 11 errors. Oh, yeah. It was a lot. We, we Between the two teams. We, we just won't mention that. No, nah, no. Yeah. Uh, Brentwood got a big win over Summit late. They In eight innings in the top of the eighth, it was 6-6 six to six going into the eighth inning. Brentwood gets three runs. Summit comes up just one run short. Um Austin Kincaid had a couple of RBIs, two for four in the game, but he struck out to end the game with a runner on second, and that's got to hurt. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the Bruins get a win over Summit. And then in soccer, clean sheet from um, – is it – what do you think, Matovich or Mitovich? Ooh. 
Ryan Mitovich. I'm going to go with Matovich. Matovich in the in goal for Spring Hill. Clean sheet over Lawrence County. Uh, Jorge Cortez, Dakota Jackson, and Lanier. Lanier Perez. Very sure. Good. All getting goals for the Raiders in that one. So there you have it. That's uh, your recaps from yesterday's action. All of that is available on sm-tnsports.com. And we will have more tomorrow. Check the website. We got we got some stories coming through today, at least one. Uh, whether it be one or the other, there will be at least one story today. Make sure to share it with your friends. All right, when we come back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, we're talking NCAA hoops and local sports, kind of, uh, or at least regional sports in the state of Tennessee. So we'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stay tuned.